Now, Eskom has warned South Africans that the national electricity grid is severely constrained due to the unexpected loss of power generation units. Eskom stated that load shedding is not expected, but it may be implemented at short notice in the event of any additional units being unexpectedly lost. Eskom added that due to these unplanned breakdowns, um, this will be the case. But for more, we joined on the line now by Eskom's uh, Chief Operations Officer, Jan Oberolzer. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon, Mr. Oberolzer. Afternoon, Sakina. So, in, in simple terms, what is the current problem with the national grid? Look, if we can recall back in early September when we had the media briefing, we said when we announced our summer plan, if we have outages in excess of 12,500 megawatts, the risk of load shedding uh, will be very high. Now, as of this uh, weekend, late weekend, um, we had outages in excess of 12,500 megawatts. So that necessitated us to use a lot of our emergencies, diesel as well as water. So we didn't have then over the weekend the opportunity to recover in terms of our emergencies because we actually had to use it. So we started the week yesterday on Monday with low emergencies uh, with units that's been out. But fortunately, as we speak, uh, a number of the units have returned. And we are now way below the 12,500, but still not out of the danger zone. So, so, so what's the cause of uh, these units, you know, uh, uh, presenting the sort of problems that they are at the moment? Uh, because when you're talking about using, you know, uh, losing around 12,000 um, megawatts, what's causing that? Uh, Sakina, because of the fact that over the last decade we haven't looked after our plant uh, the way we're supposed to. You know, on average, our cold fire power stations are 37 years old on average. So that means the older you, 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 like your body, the older you get as an individual, the more often you need to look after your body. So that means, and if you find something, you've got to look after that, otherwise you have problems. So the last decade, we didn't do proper and adequate maintenance uh, for whatever reason. So currently, some of our plant and equipment remains unreliable and unpredictable. So we we have a number of trips that is not foreseen. So that's basically where we're sitting now. So, Mr. Wilberolzer, you say over the last decade we haven't done proper maintenance. Are we doing proper maintenance now? Sakina, yeah, uh, definitely. You know, uh, the board, we went to the board, we <clears throat> put together a nine-point recovery generation recovery plan that's dealing with basically all the assets and facets uh, in the generation uh, uh, environment that we need to, to fix. So we went to the board and we requested money, which they have uh, provided us, you know, $8 billion, uh, on average for the next five years additional on maintenance. So we are putting a lot of emphasis and focus on, on maintenance. Uh, as we, we speak, the number of outages that we have planned for the year, currently we are ahead of what we've planned, and we believe by the end of the financial year, which will be end of March next year, we will be quite ahead of what we plan to do. So there's a lot of emphasis and focus on doing maintenance. Quite ahead of what you plan to do, but but what does that mean for the security of the grid? At what point, how long do you think it's going to take before we can get to a point as South Africa where we can say, you know, maintenance is up to scratch and everything is now where it should be? Okay, now, the situation, the reality that we face is... All these plants, you don't have the luxury to take one unit out and really go and, 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 and do all the maintenance that you, that you need to. It's like an old car. 
we don't have the luxury to take this vehicle and take it to the garage and spend quality time, fix and replace whatever you need to, because this car needs to run all the time. So this is where we find ourselves with our plant. So what we, our assessment at this point in time, it's going to take us two years. So we take out whenever we can, we take out units and we maintain them. So, but unfortunately, because we don't have the luxury of time, it's going to take longer than what uh, we would like to. But I think it's important, Sakina, to to also realize and, and to to state that since the beginning of of March this year, we had load shedding the 23rd of March, and we went through the whole of winter without load shedding. So the teams are really dedicated. They committed. They're doing a lot of good work to get out of the situation that we find ourselves. It's not where we want to be. We understand, you know, the responsibility that we have in terms of the economy of the country. And uh, but unfortunately, we do need time to fix it. And then that's, it makes perfect sense as you explain it. But what mm. about Madupi? What about Kusile? What about the IPPs? Were they not supposed to bring about some relief to the grid? No, absolutely, Sakina. This is why we built, you know, uh, Madupi and Kusile as well as Ingula, the pump storage. Uh, it's late, um, and, and, and for various reasons, which I don't want to go into now. However, if you look at Madupi, four of the six units are in commercial operation. By the end of November, we expect the fifth unit at uh, Madupi to be in, in commercial operation. And then by the middle of next year, we hope to have all the units at Madupi in commercial operation. However, what is no, a known fact is that we do have some defects uh, on, on, on those units, which we, are working. we have implemented some short-term modifications, which is dividends, but we still need to, to fix the, the, the big uh, defects. And but on but the that doesn't side, inspire much confidence, Mr. Oberolzer, because no, the cost overruns are already but, astronomical. No, absolutely, Sakina. There's, there's no doubt about it. But to talk about confidence, if I say we have some defects, that means you know we, we are getting 80% of the capacity out of those units. It's not that we're not getting anything out of it. It is just what we've been, been investing is that is the capacity that we want, and those are the defects that we are fixing. So it's, it's important to understand that when I say there are defects, it's not that a unit is not giving us what uh, anything. We're still getting eighty percent plus, but not hundred percent as what we've invested for. So one of the things the minister mentioned last week as he was explaining this ESCOM plan, he spoke about losing at any given point in time, I think he said between 10 and 13,000 megawatts of power. And and, and I found that absolutely mind-boggling that the minister could just say that. Uh, and, 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 And the question is, why is that? Because you just explained to us the effect of losing 12 megawatts of power and, and, and what that is needed for. So where is it being lost and what is being done to curtail that? Look, um, I don't exactly know what the minister said, so uh, I will just give you uh, the reality and the facts the way we have it. So we have what we call unplanned maintenance. That's where we have units that stripped, that is out of service, or we have units that it's like a, a car. You know, if you put your foot on the accelerator, you can get 120 kilometers out of that. But if you put your foot down, you only get 80 kilometers out. So there's that, what we call a partial load loss between the 120 and the 80 kilometers. That 40 kilometers is what we call the partial load losses. So that is what we at, at the units on a daily basis try to get the 80 kilometers per hour back to the 120. So between the unplanned and the partial, uh, the unplanned then made up of the partial load losses as well as the full load losses. That's where we're standing or when we started the week um, at 12,500. 
So that is down now to, to, to 11,000. Then we will take it down as new units are coming back. But then we also have planned outages where we take units out to maintain it. And that is running around about four to 5,000 megawatts at this point in time. So we have the two components, the one being planned, that we are planned to take units out to, to, to do maintenance on that, but then we have the trips and the partial load losses. And, and just a final question, in terms of when all of this is going on, um, there are reports, of course, coming out about how much ESCOM is spending on diesel. So uh, do you have an estimate yes. of that bill at the moment? Look, I don't have a, an estimate of the bill. What I can tell you is what we have forecasted since the beginning of the financial year to where we are now is significantly less. So um, as at the end of September, middle of October, we spend just in excess of a billion rand on diesel, and that is a tremendous amount of money which we don't have. So let's put that aside. So, but just for your benefit and for, for the listeners, if you start up one of these open cycle gas turbines, it consumes between 12 and 14 liters of diesel a second. So if you take that and you times it by 15 rand on average per, per liter of diesel, then it's a significant amount. And this is why it's always been there and designed and, and constructed for to be emergencies. But unfortunately, we are not using it only for emergencies at this point in time. We have to use it to also supply on the dem- in the demand of the country. Again, unsustainable given its ESCOM's uh, current debt levels. But uh, we have to leave it there, unfortunately, with uh, the CEO of ESCOM, Jan Uberholz. Although there's so many questions, I still want to ask.